Brian McClanahan Show, episode 402. It's time to think locally and act locally. Welcome to the Brian McClanahan Show. Back to the Brian McClanahan Show. Glad to have you back in the program. Very glad to be here. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter, like my Facebook page, and subscribe to my YouTube page. You can find all those social media accounts on my webpage, brianmcclanahan.com. That's B-R-I-O-N, mcclanahan.com. While you're there, give me an email address. I'll give you a free ebook, Forgotten Founders, and a free audiobook of the same title read by yours truly. You can support the show by going to mcclanahanacademy.com, mcclanahanacademy.com. It's always free to enroll. You get a free class when you do enroll. 10 Myths of American History, and you get the best deals on new and forthcoming courses. I've got a new course out right now, so if you're looking to get a good deal on a new class, you want to head on over to McClanahan Academy and enroll. Again, free of charge. You can also click on that support tab at brianmcclanahan.com. You can throw a few pennies my way, help keep the lights on, help keep the podcast going. You can buy a book plate there if you want my autograph on one of my books. You can uh, purchase one of my books, of course, at any, Amazon's the big one, but of course Barnes & Noble carries my books, and the book's a million. Uh, I've got a new book out, Southern Scribblings. You want to pick that one up. It's a great book, 60 Essays in Defense of the Southern Tradition. And if you get that book plate, you can get my autograph on it. You can also click on the shop tab at brianmcclanahan.com. Get your Brian McClanahan Show logo and all kinds of cool stuff. And of course, you can go to Learn True, T-R-U-E, learntruehistory.com. That's my affiliate link for Tom Woods Liberty Classroom. If you are interested in another great educational website, that's also a good one, too. I teach there with Tom and a whole bunch of other great instructors. So it's a lot of, it's a lot of great stuff out there. And, of course, share this podcast around on social media. Rate it wherever you get, your po- get your podcasts. I mean, that's the key to getting people to listening to this show. Growing organically is the best way to grow, and that'll help do it. Now, this is going to be a short podcast today. It's coming to you on, quote-unquote, President's Day. And uh, President's Day, the very strange holiday that was essentially created by Richard Nixon. Uh, We used to celebrate George Washington's birthday. And uh, that's an interesting story in and of itself because, you know, the the Republicans, the Jeffersonians, didn't really want to celebrate George Washington's birthday. And in fact, in in the early Federal Republic, the Federalists typically celebrated George Washington's birthday while the Republicans, Democratic Republicans, typically celebrated July 4th. Very interesting how that kind of worked out. So we eventually celebrate both. We get a Federalist holiday and a Democratic-Republican holiday. But it's interesting how the Federalists viewed the presidency. And if you go back and you look at the inaugural procession for George Washington, it was very royalist. I mean, this was, this smacked of monarchy. And the Republicans were worried about that. It's one of the reasons why the opponents of the document insisted that it not be ratified, because they thought you were going to get an elected king. And, of course, that's what we've gotten. I mean, look at what, what's happening right now with Joe Biden. This, and this particular podcast is going to be on a very funny poll. That's what I'm going to get to in a minute. But look at what's happening with Joe Biden right now. The man has issued over 20 executive orders. He's going to issue more. He'll probably issue in the first month over 30, which would be more than any other president in history, more than Franklin King Franklin, more than Franklin Roosevelt in the first you know, first month of office. And of course, Biden's defense is that, well, I'm just undoing all the bad stuff Trump did. 
But this is going to continue because Biden has made it pretty clear that he's going to legislate with the pen. He doesn't really care. He can't get Congress to do what he wants because Congress is deadlocked. The Senate is not going to necessarily fall in line with what he wants. So he can't get that unless they use reconciliation, which destroys the ability of a filibuster. But then what happens when the Republicans take back over the Senate? They can do the exact same thing. So see, Democrats have to be very careful because right now they do have a 50-50 split, but I think that's going to end after the 2022 election. They've got two years. And from that point forward, I think the Democrats are in real trouble, particularly when you can see the warning signs for that particular party and what's happening. People are looking at them as a joke. Already, I think even the progressives are turning on them a little bit. But they're seeing the, the Democrat Party as a joke. Uh, the hypocrisy, the, the ability of, for example, New York Governor Cuomo to get some type of award when he's covering stuff up. I mean, people are seeing it for what it is now. Gavin Newsom's in trouble in California. Dianne Feinstein's in trouble in California. I mean, people, the Democrats are in trouble. And if you start seeing energy prices hike up, and you start seeing some real serious economic issues, the Democrats are going to get buried in 2022. And I'm not certain they make it out of 2024 without losing everything. So this is a very interesting time period. Uh, but we've got the elected king. Biden's ruling with a pen and a phone. Uh, the Democrats and the Republicans, by the way. I mean, this is not something that, has, that the Democrats have done. But certainly over the last hundred years... We've seen both parties punt their responsibilities to the executive branch. The Congress just keeps giving more and more power to the executive branch. And then the other thing they're doing is that what often, often happens in the states, they pass legislation, the president signs it with the clear objective of having the federal court system hash it out, whether it's constitutional or not. Nobody even talks about these things anymore. This is what states do. But that's not how the system was designed for the United States Congress. The Congress is supposed to be able to determine whether something was constitutional or not. They had to know it before they'd pass it. And then we weren't supposed to have the federal courts hash this out. That wasn't supposed to happen. The Congress is supposed to have a role in that. Or the states. But this is what we've gotten. We've gotten a, a situation where the executive branch is the most powerful branch of government. The Senate is a check on all of that. And this is why the progressives want to get rid of it. I mean, you've got people like Ian Milheiser just about every day saying, let's abolish the Senate because the Senate is doing what it's supposed to do. Check the idiocy of the House of Representatives and, of course, the bad appointments from the executive branch. It's the whole point of it, right? So uh, we're going to see some really interesting things happen, I think, in the next couple of years. But no doubt, whatever happens, undoubtedly, we're going to see the, the continuing of the elected king. And so this is a President's Day and a President's Day. So we had George Washington's birthday. Then, of course, Lincoln comes along. you got to have some other way to celebrate. So Lincoln's birthday, Washington's birthday in the same month. So let's create a President's Day. And let's create a President's Day to honor all the presidents, not just Washington and Lincoln, but all the presidents in American history. Because, you know, Richard Nixon is just as important as George Washington. Or Gerald Ford is just as important as Thomas Jefferson, right? I mean, who wouldn't think of putting Gerald Ford next to Thomas Jefferson in the pantheon of great American presidents? Or, uh, you know, Barack Obama. Now, this is funny. Barack Obama is more important than George Washington. And I'm going to get to that. Because that's what the American public thinks right now. 
So before I say that, I want to say this is a President's Day special. You've gotten to this point. I am running a flash sale on my American President's course at mclanahanacademy.com. It is an awesome class. I go through all the presidents and, of course, up through Donald Trump. And so the coupon code is PD21. If you use that coupon code, PD, President's Day, PD21, you get $51 off that particular class. So you get it for $99. That's essentially the release date price. $99. It's all the American presidents. Now, I, didn't, I haven't done Biden yet. He's been in office one month. I mean, that'll get there. Because when you enroll this class, it's a lifetime membership. And I will update it as long as I can. I'll update it all the time to add the presidents as they come in. Well, I can't do it at this point. We've only got one month of data. So we'll see. Trump wasn't out of office when I created the, the class yet. I will be updating that once this impeachment trial fiasco is over with. I'll update it completely because Trump is still kind of hanging around out there. And we'll see what happens. I mean, but uh, I will update it, add that in. So you get a lifetime membership to the class. It never goes away. So as I add to the class, you get that new material. So you pay this 99 bucks, you get it for life. You can download the lectures. You get all the PowerPoint presentations I created with it. You get everything. 99 bucks. It is uh, a, an awesome class, over 40 lectures, right? So, And I do include an American president that's not a U.S. president. I've got a lecture on Jefferson Davis, too, because he was an American president. And I think it's something that's important to note that we had this other government in the, on the North American continent that was very similar to the U.S. government. And so you have the Confederate government, and he was a, an American president. So uh, you've got that as well. And looking at how Jefferson Davis adhered to his own constitution, the Confederate Constitution. So that said, PD21. So let me get into this article because I said, you know, everybody's equal in this. All the presidents are equal. But to the American public, you've got some really good presidents. And this is why I do this podcast. I'm just going to say that. Now, you all are already the converted. But I know not everyone that gets on this podcast is going to be the converted. And I know that I'm probably going to uh, get some people listening to this that may not have ever heard me before. But I wrote my nine presidents who screwed up America for this very reason. This poll that I'm going to read to you. And I do this podcast and I have the American presidents class for this very reason. This is from the Daily Caller. It came out February 12th. Headline, Obama ranked best president... President Trump ranked worst, poll finds. Now, I saw that, and I almost fell out of my chair laughing. Because I said, well, okay, who is being polled in this particular uh, article? Who is it? Is it uh, historians? Because I know historians wouldn't be this bad. Look, historians are bad. They're going to put Lincoln near the top. They're going to put Obama in the middle of the pack. You go out and you look at all your presidential rankings. Somehow Obama ends up there. The man that abused power over and over again is somehow middle of the road. But of course, usually number one is Abraham Lincoln, who also abused power. So I don't really care about that. The whole point of my Nine Presidents book was to show that the oath of office is the most important thing we can hold them accountable to, right? Their oath to defend the Constitution. So is Trump the worst? No. Is he great? No. He didn't launch a war, though, that killed a million Americans. So I've made the case that Trump was not as bad as Lincoln in that way. 
And all of this stuff about, I mean, look, the, the, the defense, I'll say in the impeachment, the defense has pretty much buried the House managers. I mean, if, if what Trump said or did on this whole time led to an insurrection, then what's going on all summer when Democrats are saying fight like hell and all these other things? I mean, this is just ridiculous. The only reason we're worried about this is because it went to the Capitol and it wasn't burning down some city in the Midwest. If, if, I mean, if the Capitol was in Wisconsin, we had already had this. Because we saw all summer long cities burned across the United States with some of the same incendiary rhetoric that supposedly Trump used to get the Capitol attacked. We had Democrats using all summer against Republicans. So, here's the poll. A new poll from YouGov and The Economist found former President Barack Obama is considered the best president while former President Donald Trump was voted as the worst. 18% of respondents voted that Obama was the best president in history. <laughs> you, can't, you really can't make this up because it's right here in black and white. 18% of the people from this poll, from The Economist and YouGov, 1,500 U.S. adult citizens voted Obama the best president. This is a long poll. Um, this is a long poll that uh, they ask all kinds of questions, all kinds of things. But, I mean, the best president in American history. And I'm going to get into some of the other poll because I think it's really funny. Some of the other things that go on here. And I've made these comments on Twitter because I knew this was the case. Trump, however, was also overwhelmingly ranked the worst president in history, garnering an unfavorability rate excuse me, of 46%. Obama came in a distant second with 24% of respondents voting him as the worst. Who was trailing closely to Obama? Abraham Lincoln, 70%. And Trump got 13% as the best president. So, <laughs> come on. Right? This is one of the dumbest polls I've ever heard of in my life. When it came to Trump's legacy, 44% of respondents said he'd go down in history as a poor president. Well, only 16%, he was outstanding. Prior to leaving office, Trump received the lowest job approval rating average of any president, according to a Gallup poll conducted between January 4th and 15th. 34% of Americans approved of the job he was doing, which was the worst evaluation of his presidency during the January Gallup poll. Trump's average approval rating of, was 41%, which was the lowest of any president, according to Gallup. The overall average for past presidents was 53%. The poll was released just days after a pro-Trump mob stormed the Capitol building, causing a riot, left several dead, and temporarily delayed the certification of the Electoral College vote. 43% of respondents in the YouGov, The Economist poll, said that Trump was to blame for the January 6th Capitol riot, while 30% said he had no responsibility. Trump is now facing a second impeachment trial, etc., etc. So, this is a really a non-story because you've got a bunch of doofuses running around saying, yo, Barack Obama's the best president, 18%. But this is what we're facing in America, 18%. Now, I mean, look, that means that 82% of the people picked somebody else. So he really wasn't the best. He just got a plurality here of, of 18%. Lincoln, though, was 17, 17%. I don't know. I'd have to, I'm going to go through and look at the poll here. But before I do that, when I get to the part where the presidents are, some of the other questions in this thing are just absolutely hilarious. Um, 
And one of these, and I said, when when Josh Hawley was getting excoriated on Twitter for being this, he's trying to kill me, these kind of things. I made the statement, most Americans don't even know who this guy is. They don't know who Josh Hawley is. They don't care. They don't care at all. Now, the most, they, they gave you a list of names here. Do you have a favorable or unfavorable opinion of the following people? So, and this, the names are Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ilhan Omar, Bernie Sanders, Joe Manchin, Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley, Liz Cheney, Lauren Boebert, and Marjorie Taylor Greene. So we've had, we've had, we have three people on this, four people on this list, Cruz, Hawley, Boebert, and Greene, who have been in the news quite a lot, on, I should say in the news, on Twitter quite a lot which the news thinks is the news. They've been on Twitter quite a lot because the lefties on Twitter don't like these people. So when you look at favorable or unfavorable, very favorable, the highest very favorable is Bernie Sanders at 26% of that list. And only 11% of the people didn't know who he was. So... Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez got 21% very favorable, but also the highest, uh, I'm sorry, next to Ted Cruz, the next highest very unfavorable uh, uh, rating at 33%. So she's a polarizing figure. She had 37% uh, very favorable or somewhat favorable and 40% very unfavorable or somewhat unfavorable. And 23% had no idea who she was because they're not on Twitter, right? But then you go down to Josh Hawley, this guy that everybody, oh my gosh, Josh Hawley, uh, Josh Hawley. Social media went ballistic with Josh Hawley because he gave a fist at the November 6th, I'm sorry, January 6th rally. 40% of the people didn't even know who this guy was. 40%. Didn't even know who he was. Same thing with Lauren Boebert, who has been this person who has, uh, you know, uh, been in, uh, in, in Twitterverse for, you know, pro-gun things. And then Marjorie Taylor Greene, again, who's all over Twitter and the tabloids for some of the things that she's done. 33% of the people don't even know who she is. They don't know who this person is. So see, a third of the population doesn't even know who these people are. In some cases, close to a half. Joe Manchin, who of course is uh, the uh, senator from West Virginia, who has essentially said, look, a lot of these progressive proposals are DOA in the Senate. 43% of the population don't even know who this guy is. Doesn't even know who that guy is. They ask questions about QAnon and some of these other things. Uh, And you can see that this poll shades left because if you look at some of the questions about the Tea Party movement and uh, question 26, do you have a favorable or unfavorable opinion of the Tea Party movement? Well, uh, over 40% is unfavorable, but 19% don't even know what it is. And 58% of these people say they don't even know anybody in the Tea Party movement. They don't know anyone. So, I mean, this is this is ridiculous. Again, they're getting their news from Twitter. Uh, but let's get down uh, to, they're asking questions about COVID-19. A lot of questions about COVID-19. This is a long poll. But I want to get to this best president, worst president stuff. So they didn't give him many choices. 
So actually, they gave they gave them all 44 names. Excuse me. They gave them all 44 names. So here we go. Who is the best president in American history? Barack Obama, 18%. Abraham Lincoln, 17%. Donald Trump, 13%. Franklin Roosevelt, 12%. Ronald Reagan, 10 George Washington, 9 John F. Kennedy, 6 Theodore Roosevelt, 3 Bill Clinton, 2 Thomas Jefferson, 2 And then other presidents, 9%. So what this tells me is that these people have heard of Abraham Lincoln because he's on the penny and the $5 bill. And they, they've they lived, and a lot of these people are so stupid, all they can remember is like two presidents. I can remember Obama and Trump. I remember when I was teaching a uh, long time ago, I had a student ask me, and this was when Bill Clinton was president. I had a student ask me, who was president before Bill Clinton? This was a college student. They didn't know. They didn't know. They were 18 years old. They had no idea. Who was president before Bill Clinton? They just, that was ancient history to them. So for a lot of these people, ancient history is anything before Barack Obama. So they're saying, well, I mean, I know Obama and I know Trump, and I like Obama better than Trump. I've heard of that, but that Washington guy, he can't be in the top because he owns slaves, you see. And uh, that's just not going to work. Uh, Jefferson owns slaves. So then who's the worst president? And again, the people were given all the names. So the worst president, Donald Trump. Then Barack Obama. So see, again, here this shows me. People only know eight years of history. That's about all they know. They don't know anything before that. Richard Nixon, George W. Bush, Bill Clinton, Jimmy Carter, Woodrow Wilson, Andrew Johnson, George Bush, and James Buchanan, all their their presidents, 9%. So 46% of the people said Donald Trump. That means, you know, if you have 1,500 people, almost what close to 700 people said it was Donald Trump. And then, you know, you had... Uh, over 300 people saying Barack Obama. So uh, <laughs> 1%, 1% would be like, what, 15 people? 15 people? So uh, this, is, this is hilarious to me. This is one of the funniest polls I've ever read. In American history, now they get to Obama. They uh, they get to I'm sorry Biden, and again this is a this is a President's Day special. I'm going to wrap this up in a minute. But uh, as a president, how do you think Donald Trump will go down in history? 16 percent outstanding, 13 percent is above average. So 29 percent are average. Actually, over 30 percent said uh, average or above, and 54 uh, percent aver- below average or poor. Nine percent, you know, not sure. And then as a president, how do you think Joe Biden will go down in history? And so here, this is really funny. Uh, Over 50% of the people said average or above. And then you had over 30% say below average or poor. And then 18% not sure. How do you know this? I mean, this is one of the dumbest polls I've ever seen in my life. Joe Biden's been in office for not even a month at this point. But this shows you that the American public doesn't really know how to rank presidents. They don't really care. What they care about is, am I going to get my check? Because this is one of the important things that was in the, in the poll. Do you think people should get their check and these kind of things? So, uh, anyways, it's very funny. And then, of course, they get to favorable, unfavorable of uh, people in the Congress, uh, Biden, Trump, and in the presidency, Kamala Harris. Um, I mean, ridiculous stuff. So this is why polls are pretty worthless. And it shows you that the American public just lives in this state of ignorance. I mean, they really do. And a lot of them get their news from 
Twitter or you know social media, Facebook. This is this is pretty sad when you think about it, and this is why I do what I do because hopefully more people will get this kind of information. I love it when I get listeners saying, "Hey, I responded to this poll. Who's the best president?" John Tyler, and then all the responses from that is just absolutely hilarious. Those are my people, right? You got that out there. You're going to put John Tyler down as the best president. Those are my people. When you do it, it makes me very proud of you for taking that kind of stand for John Tyler. All right. Again, President's Day special. You're going to get more than two podcasts this week for me because of this episode. But use that coupon code PD21. Get $51 off my American President's class. You want it. You're going to need it. You, when looking at this kind of stuff, my gosh, we need everybody in America to take that class. So market it high and low. Get people on this thing. Get them, get them enrolled in the president's class. America certainly needs it. I'll see you next time for the Brian McLean Show. See you then.